Hello everybody and welcome to this, well, this special podcast, uh, shall we say. It's not, um, you know, it's not a normal uh, podcast where I'm going to be talking about all sorts of random things. Uh, Although, if you do want uh, me to talk about all sorts of random things, uh, then please do give my podcast a listen on Friday. Uh, Friday the 30th of April uh, 2021 is when uh, my next podcast will be coming out after this one. Um, And it'll be released at 4pm UK time uh, on uh, Spotify Music, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts as well. Um, Wherever you listen uh, to this podcast from, you'll be able to listen to the next one. But in this uh, special podcast though, we are going to be talking about all sorts uh, of things in regards to Apple. uh, Because last week on on April the 20th, 2021... Uh, there was a brand new Apple event. Um, it was actually the spring event. Um, and all sorts was announced uh, at this event. Um, of course, we got a brand new uh, color for the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro. Uh, we also got a uh, brand new iPad Pro. We got some Apple Air Tags as well as an Apple TV 4K box. Um, and we also got a look at a brand new and very colourful, by the way, a brand new, very colourful iMac um, computer as well. So uh, we are going to talk all about it uh, for you. Uh, so let's start off with uh, the AirTags. Um, so yeah, this is what uh, his. Let's just take a look at this year's spring event and what it did give us so we're going to look at air tags first uh so after what must amount to years of rumors at this stage one of apple's first new products of the show was the air tag uh which broke cover during the find my segment of the spring forward event uh the diminutive tracker which costs Uh, $29 over in the US but over here in the UK it will cost uh, £29 for one uh, Apple AirTag or US dollars over in America and here in the UK £99 uh, for a pack of four uh, works with Apple's existing Find My ecosystem allowing users to locate items like keys, bags, clothing and more. I don't know why you would want to put an air tag on, I don't know, some underwear. You know, I mean, literally, could you imagine that? Putting some air tags on your underwear or something, if you lost your underwear. I, I don't know why you would lose your underwear, but uh, you know, it's just a prime example. Or if you lost your socks, you know, if you lost your socks and you just decided to put an air tag on it. Oh, I don't know where my where my socks are. Oh, that's okay. Let me go into my iPhone and let me find where my socks are. Um, you know, uh, and stuff like that. So I don't know if they're waterproof. I tell you what, you know when you get those, you get one of those things where you put both of your socks uh, into the basket, laundry basket, and obviously it goes through the washing process. And then by the time you've like done all your washing, like you know your, um, you know the washing was. Through the washing machine process and the tumble dryer process and stuff, you always end up with just one sock out of the two. 
So maybe, you know, if they're, if they're waterproof, then maybe it's worth putting one of these uh, socks on the... Um, on the uh, yeah, putting one of the air tags on the socks. I mean, it'd be very unfortunate if um, yeah, you put one air tag on a sock and there's still one sock missing. Um, yeah, that'd be a bit unfortunate. By the way, um, just for legal reasons here, anyone listening to the podcast, if you're thinking about getting some air tags, don't actually uh, put the air tags through a washing machine and a tumble dryer because chances are it might break and it might also explode um and then that will cause your tumble dryer or washing machine to explode as well so i'm just putting it out there for legal reasons don't actually do it um (laughs) just just putting that out there um so yeah there we go um so with air tags um they are made of stainless steel they can be customized with laser etched designs including 31 emojis they feature a user replaceable battery um oh okay maybe they are waterproof oh okay uh, because they are ip67 certified ingress protection against dust and water ah i didn't know that so maybe after all you could put uh, the um the <laughs> Although I still wouldn't recommend it though, because especially if it goes through a tumble dryer, it will burn and then it'll explode. But anyway, but it's apparently dust and waterproof. So I didn't know that uh, until now. Um, and it does feature an integrated speaker uh, to help make locating them easier. Basically, when you try and find your item that you've lost that's got one of these air tags on them. For example, let's let's use your keys as an example here. You lose your keys, you still don't know where it is. You're looking on this Find My app um, to try and find where your keys are at. And you are quite close by um, to where your keys are. If you still can't find them, there's a little button that you press on your iPhone. And it basically makes a noise um, on your um, AirTag. It makes like a little beep, 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 beep noise um, on your AirTag, which you can turn on and off through your iPhone, by the way, or iPad, whatever device you're using to try and locate your AirTag with the keys on it. Um, and yeah, and basically, it's yeah, it kind of helps so that you can locate your missing items uh, a lot more easier. Uh, so there we go. Um, so those with Apple devices sporting a U1 chip uh, can also use precise uh, precision finding uh, for close quarters guided directions towards a missing AirTag. Uh, AirTags can be paired with a dedicated run of accessories, including a polyurethane um, loop, a lever loop, and lever keyring. While the company's ongoing partnership with luxury goods brand Hermes. Uh, manifests in the AirTag Hermes, uh, available with a range of handcrafted leather accessories, including a bag charm, keyring, travel tag, and luggage tag. Hermes accessories also include a custom engraved AirTag based on the brand's Clue Cell uh, signature. Let's now take a look. So that's the AirTags for you. Let's now take a look at the A12 Bionic powered Apple TV 4K set top box. Uh, that was also announced at the spring event 
So after more than three years since Apple last updated its set-top box, a new iteration of Apple TV felt long overdue. Thankfully, the company didn't disappoint at its Spring Forward event. The new 6th generation Apple TV 4K comes powered by the company's own A12 Bionic chip and features a revised Siri remote with a two-tone aluminium design that shifts the Siri button to the right side just like uh, as it can be found on an iPhone device. Pairing the Apple TV with a supported iPhone allows for a new colour calibration and white balance feature with the promise of more accurate viewing as a result. HDR viewing was already part of the Apple TV recipe but with the new Apple TV HFR which stands for high frame rate visuals when watching HDR content even content locally streamed via AirPlay is now supported too. And um, by the way, a lot of these Apple products, uh, by the way, that have been announced at this Spring Forward event uh, on April 20th, 2021, have actually been given some release dates. Now, the pre-order dates um, are beginning from around about April 30th. So around about this Friday is when you'll be able to pre-order uh, these brand new products that Apple have announced recently. Um, and a lot of the release dates uh, for the Apple products that were announced uh, have been given a second half of May 2021 release date. Um, obviously, they've not yet given a specific May release date. For now, they've only said a second half of May release date so yeah so obviously the release dates are still yet to be announced as soon as they are announced I will announce um, the release dates to all these uh, products um, in a future weekly podcast for you guys okay uh, just so that you are aware but a lot of the uh, products that were announced at this week's uh, last week sorry um, Apple event of course um is going to be available to pre-order from this upcoming Friday, um, which is Friday 30th of April. Um, and I think the only thing that was that is available to pre-order right now and will be available this coming Friday is the brand new purple iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 Pro uh, that was announced as well. Um, I think the pre-order was available uh, last Friday, which was the 23rd of April, um, and obviously it will be available um, on uh, April 30th. But all the other uh, products that was announced um, are due to be released in the second half of May with the exact precise release dates still yet to be announced. But as soon as they're announced, I will, of course, let you know in the next couple of weekly podcasts. Uh, that will be available for you guys to listen to very soon. So let's move on um, to... Oh, now this is my favourite product that was announced out of all of them. All of the products that was announced at the Apple event. This is the one that got me interested the most. Um, and this is the M1 powered iMac computer. There's been an argument building concerning why the iMac has been long overdue a redesign. Well, it looks like 2021 is the year when Apple finally addresses this with a brand new look 
for its all-in-one desktop Mac, complete with its latest M1 chip and a wealth of other features to boot. Highlights include seven new color options to choose from, a 24-inch 4.5K Retina display, an aluminium body that's just 11.5 millimeters thin, a 1080p FaceTime HD camera, and a number of color matched accessories, including new Magic Mouse, Magic Trackpad, and Magic Keyboard variants with optional Touch ID for the first time on an iMac. While the expected M1X processor didn't materialize here, uh, the M1 powered iMac looks like a remarkable step up and should remain whisper quiet in, gen in general use. Uh, Apple quoted an operating noise output of just 10 decibels when it comes to the fans uh, running on the iMac. Um, so, yeah, I mean, let me just dive into that very quickly. The M1 powered iMac. Now, the M1 chip is already available in the MacBook Air and MacBook Pro. And I believe it's also available in the Mac Mini as well. Um, so, the M1 chip is already available. It already exists. But this is in a desktop. Um... Now, of course, they do actually talk a lot more about more specific things like the CPU and GPU. Uh, so you can get, I believe, it's two options. Um, I believe like the first and second option that you get, um, which the pricing uh, here in the UK for the first or second option is £1,249 and £1,449. You get an eight-core uh, CPU processor and a seven core um, GPU processor but if you get the uh, most expensive one out of all of them which is the £1,649 one you get an eight core CPU um, processor and an eight core GPU processor as well which means that your iMac will run a lot faster uh, with the more premium option i mean i'm not gonna lie this is something that actually now i'm actually considering about saving up and actually getting myself later in the year not straight away obviously um because obviously i want to kind of give it a couple of months before i actually go here let me buy this um i mean also as well i want to take into consideration i'm going to give it a couple of months just because i want to look at the reviews of what other people think of the imac um, and obviously I want to kind of see in a video format um, not via a company video but via a normal YouTube video format I want to kind of see what the colors look like via a video rather than a company um, video you know because they kind of make it look really really great but you never know what it might look like in a normal YouTube video of like an unboxing or an, um, a review or something like that um i mean 24 inches on a display i mean that's a good size i'm sorry to talk about size and inches here um but i mean with the imac it normally comes in two variants so you've got the 21 inch display and then you've got a, a huge 27 inch display on an imac 
Um, actually, let me go into. I'm just gonna very quickly go into Amazon, uh, very quickly, um, and I'm just literally gonna search iMac 2021, uh, 2020, um, 27 inch. Uh, there it is, right there. Um, is it actually come up? Oh my days! Yeah, this is really expensive, but here we go though. Um, I mean, you've got an. <sighs> Damn. They've got a 3.8 gigahertz, 8-core, 10th generation Intel Core i7 processor. I mean, ah, oh, that's just eye-watering as it is. Ah, oh, Jesus, no. So the normal retail price, by the way, um, for this iMac with a 5K Retina display. 27 inch, 8 gig of RAM, 512 gig of SSD storage. This is the 2020, by the way. Is £2,099. Jesus! But the normal retail price is like £2,299. No! I mean, I wouldn't pay that much for an iMac. I'm sorry, I really wouldn't. And get, let's look at this the iMac that's just been announced. It's an M1 powered chip. The 2021 that came out last year obviously isn't powered by an M1 chip, you know. Um, and obviously this iMac is going to run a lot faster than previous generations. You know, it costs less. It costs a lot less for that iMac than it does the 27 inch iMac. And it's kind of a size that's in between a 21 inch and a 27 inch. So it's kind of in the middle. Um, the only difference is, is it's kind of a 4.5K dis uh, Retina display. With, whereas with the iMac 27 inch, you've got a 5K Retina display. So uh, 0.5K missing from that. I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't complain. It's still 4K, you know. It Yeah, it still would be good. Uh, it still would be good. And, yeah, the colours. Oh, my God. The colours look amazing. They've got red. They've got purple, blue, uh, orange, yellow. Oh, they've got it all. Um, they've got seven colours. Um, and, yeah, and the colours look pretty funky. I'm not going to lie. I like the look of the colours. I mean, personally, for me, I'm kind of torn between yellow and blue. You know, because uh, I'd probably go more blue because blue's my favourite colour anyway. Um, I do like the colour blue. Um, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, like I say, I'll give it a couple of months first before buying it. But I mean, one that I mean, if I was to get one, it would be the 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 most cheapest one, uh, which is the one thousand two hundred and forty nine pound. Let me actually run through the, the specs because obviously they're different prices. So the £1,249 one, you've got 256 gig of storage, you've got uh, some Thunderbolt um, ports and USB ports on it as well. Um, and I believe that's pretty much it. And you also get a, um, a keyboard as well, a magic keyboard that comes with it. Um, I don't think it has Touch ID on it though. I believe the Touch ID comes on the one that's worth £200 more. Um, on that keyboard, which is the £1,449 um, iMac. Um, and then you also get an Ethernet port on the power brick as well. 
I don't know what personally for me I don't know why you would want to get an Ethernet port you know unless you still use dial up you know even though we're in the year 2021 and you know you've got very powerful internet speeds fiber optic broadband and all of this so I really don't get why you would want an Ethernet port but okay there we go um, I mean, you still get, I mean, for the same price, uh, £1,449, you still get the same storage, which is 256 gig. Um, and then the most expensive one, which is the £1,649, the only difference uh, really between that is the, the fact you get 512 gig of storage. That's pretty much it. So you're paying £400 extra um, for, you know, half. Well, yeah, half a half a terabyte of storage. But the thing is, is if you go on Amazon or eBay or wherever you shop, you can literally go and buy a two terabyte external hard drive for your iMac, and that would literally cost you about seventy five quid. You know, it's like, why would I pay an extra four hundred pounds for? onboard storage when I could literally just go and buy an external hard drive for 75 quid extra you know it just doesn't make sense it really doesn't there is a loophole um, and personally if I was to get an iMac myself then yeah I would definitely go for the onboard I'd definitely go for the external hard drive and the onboard yeah the 256 gig that's worth £1,249. It's still the same model. It, you know, there's not really much difference in that than the one that costs £1,000. I don't really want an Ethernet port. I'm not doing dial-up, you know. I live in bloody modern-day, uh, you know, 2021 Britain where we're all connected online wirelessly rather than wired. Um... Yeah, so that's probably why. And the thing is, as well, is I've actually got room in my in my bedroom to actually put an iMac up. Um, there is actually space for me to put one in my room. So it is something that I may consider getting later in the year. Uh, yeah, later later in the summer, maybe. And also, as well, it'll be good because... Um, just going off topic here... Um, yeah, obviously I do weekly vlogs on YouTube, um, you know, and I, I, you know what, I might as well talk about it here. Um, obviously I do weekly vlogs on YouTube, and the thing is, is my iPad has limited storage, let's say. I think it's a uh, 128 gig model, is my iPad. So obviously I do around about an hour, sometimes an hour and a half weekly vlogs uh, for YouTube. And obviously, sometimes it don't it doesn't save to my iPad when exporting the video because obviously I've run out of storage. And partly the reason is because of obviously all the clips that I've uploaded to my iPad to edit into a video to make an even bigger video than what it already is just with the clips alone. But yeah, so basically there is that matter. Um, so it'll be good for me to have an iMac because then I've got more storage and on top of that it means that obviously I can just I can literally make a long a very long weekly vlog and I don't have to ever worry about how long it's gonna be 
or you know because i'll just be like well okay it's about an hour and a half fine let's upload this or ah, okay it's about four and a half hours long that's fine i'll upload by the way can i just say i'm not really ever going to do a four and a half hour long weekly vlog for you guys to watch um that will never happen uh, in a million years I uh, just want to put that out there right now um, but <laughs> but yeah I'm not I'm just putting it out there but yeah so it gives me more storage doing it that way plus if I have a two terabyte hard drive that's even better you know because yeah I can save the videos onto the onto the uh, external hard drive but years and years and years ago well, obviously I used to study media at college and we used to use an iMac years ago at college. Um, so obviously I kind of know my way around an iMac, um, given the fact that I did years of experience. I've had quite a few years experience using iMacs. Uh, but we were using programs like Adobe Audition, where we were editing audio. Um, so I was editing audio stuff. And also I was also editing songs. Like literally I used to download mp3 files from youtube of certain songs i used to make like mixes and stuff like that where i used to fade one song out and fade one in it was so awesome it really was so it was like a continuous mix i'd love to do that again i really would um so yeah i was using adobe audition i was using adobe premiere pro as well to edit videos um but obviously there's a but over over at my youth centre years ago as well, we we used to have an iMac set up in the youth centre, and we used to do like some filming in certain locations. And again, uh, we would go out do some filming, and there was an app called Final Cut Pro, and we used to use that as our video editing software. And I tell you what, I absolutely loved using that editing software i'm not gonna lie i've actually looked on the mac app store online to see how much the app costs it's a very eye-watering sum of money i'm not gonna lie but it's definitely well worth the money that's for sure um to download and obviously use uh, because it just means that you can edit your videos a lot more cinematically and professionally as well there's just so many features that you get with it uh, it is literally unbelievable um, so I think at some point I mean for the first few months yeah I'll use iMovie on my iMac to do my weekly vlogs uh, that I do for YouTube um, but then I think after a few months I probably might download Final Cut Pro because it is it is an app that I definitely want to use again for sure um, also as well um, I'm just putting it out there that I'd still edit um, videos on my iPad um, for my YouTube channel, but that would just mainly be like the TV reviews or the movie reviews or album reviews or stuff like, or let's talk videos and stuff like that that I do for YouTube. So I'd still use iMovie to edit on my iPad and stuff, but I think more so the iMac for my weekly vlogs that I do for YouTube and stuff. And then it just gives me a bit more of a leeway uh, in terms of you know editing videos um, and stuff that way um, so there we go uh, right talking of M1 powered things um, there is now an M1 powered iPad Pro um, so it looks like famed analyst uh, Ming-Chi Kuo 
uh, was right on the money with Apple bringing the M1 chip to the iPad Pro. While both 11 inch and 12.9 inch models uh, featured the latter stands out with its new liquid retina XDR uh, display which boasts mini LED technology delivering an operating brightness of 1000 nits, a peak brightness of 1600 nits and a 1 uh, million to 1 contrast ratio. The introduction uh, of the M1 chip promises a 50% performance improvement over the last iPad Pro and while features like ProMotion and quad speakers endure, Apple has upped aspects like storage and connectivity with an additional 2TB SKU on offer, 5G support and Thunderbolt dash USB 4 via the tablet's USB-C port, a new 12 megapixel ultra-wide angle, true depth front camera, also showcases what Apple is calling center stage, which, crop, uh, which crops in on the frame during video calls to virtually zoom and pan in order to keep a subject or subjects in shot. Um, okay, and then there was minor announcements. Obviously, I didn't say this earlier in the podcast uh, for the new iPhone 12 color, Apple Card family, and Apple Podcast subscriptions. Uh, so, three minor announcements that actually kicked off Apple's Spring Forward event before the meat of the affair already covered um, included the introduction of a new purple finish for the iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 mini. Apple Card Family, a way for a group of users in a family sharing group to collectively track and benefit from their spending, and a reworked Apple Podcasts app that boasts a subscription service which includes curated and ad-free listening. So there we go. Um, so uh, here, you know what, let's just take a look very quickly before we do wrap up this podcast. Uh, let's take a look at what didn't Apple announce at its 12th, 20th of April event. So the AirPods. Uh, so um, Prosser, so I think his name is Jim Prosser, uh, was wrong about the AirPods Max launching in March. And while there's still time in the season, new buds didn't materialise at, at Spring Forward either. There are various new AirPods rumoured, including the AirPods 3, which are said to be based on the AirPods Pro design, and also AirPods Pro Elite earbuds, which may actually be the same thing. Uh, new iPhone and watch cases. Every spring, Apple tends to launch new accessories for the iPhone and Apple Watch, and it looks like the same is set to happen this spring. An image of new iPhone case colours has appeared on Twitter. Uh, the new colours are poetically named um, Amethyst, uh, Pistachio, Capri and Cantalupe. Uh, new Apple Pencil. Despite a new pair of M1 powered iPad Pros, both slates were pictured with what appeared to be the existing Apple Pencil 2. In the weeks running up to spring forward, a number of Apple leakers made mention of a new um, Apple Pencil, however, which is said to feature a shiny surface and a flat side, as well as new technology in the tip that could mean it could be used as a colour picker. While it didn't appear during the event, these rumours mean we're not writing off uh, the possibility of its appearance this season altogether just yet. iPad Mini. Uh, rumours have suggested we might see an update to the diminutive uh, Mini for some time now. However, indication 
that the, uh, that it might have been delayed until the autumn looked to ring true based on its absence on 20th of April. The big rumour is that the iPad Mini 6 could get a bigger screen, leaving behind the 7.9 inch design. Doesn't that mean that it does... That technically means it's not really a Mini. If it's if it if an iPad Mini is going to get a bigger screen, then it's no longer a Mini, is it? You know, it's an iPad Large or an iPad XL, you know, uh, or an iPad Mini XL. Who knows? Um, so yeah, so it's leaving behind the 7.9 inch design uh, that's been the same since it was first introduced nearly a decade ago. Uh, skeptics will point to the fact that Apple usually announces iPad mini updates in autumn but since the company left four years between the iPad mini 4 and iPad mini 5 the latter of which was launched in March 2019 we think it's safe to assume that the former pattern isn't set in stone a 10.5 inch iPad the entry-level iPad model has traditionally been unveiled at Apple's spring events. Many think that Apple could be about to move the current 10.2 inch iPad into the frame of the recently discontinued iPad Air 3, which would mean an increase in, in screen size to 10.5 inch. A 14 inch MacBook Pro. Uh, so Apple is said to have plans for the 13 inch MacBook Pro that wasn't given an M1 chip in November 2020. Uh, this model could get a completely new design and a bigger screen. So let's see what's uh, very quickly ex um, what is set to be expected from Apple later this year. So uh, a bigger iPhone SE. So there may be some people wondering whether the iPhone SE 2, which is now a year old, will get an update. Uh, there are rumours that a new larger model is in the pipeline at Apple. Uh, for example, however, the latest rumours indicate that the larger 6.1-inch iPhone SE won't launch until 2023, while analyst Ming-Chi Kuo does at least think we could see a new iPhone SE uh, in 2022. So there we go. That is everything, though, announced uh, at this year's Apple's uh, Spring Forward event that took place uh, on April 20th, 2021. Of course, it was the Apple AirTags, a new iPhone, iPhone 12 color, um, a M1-powered iMac with various different colors, an M1-powered iPad Pro, um, an introduction to Apple Card family, and an overhaul on the Apple Podcasts uh, app, including an ad-free listening subscription service as well. Uh, so there we go. That is the podcast for you today. So thank you uh, for listening. Let me know um, via Twitter at my name is Steve with the O being a zero. Uh, let me know your thoughts on uh, this year's Apple's uh, Spring Forward event. And let me know what you're most excited for as well. Is there a product that you're planning uh, to pre-order uh, when pre-orders are available uh, later this week? Or uh, or are you going to be holding off and waiting until later this year to get the, some of the newly announced products? Or maybe you're just waiting until later in the year when more uh, products are are announced. Let me know. Uh, feel free to let me know on Twitter. It's at my name is Stevo. Uh, that is all from me. Thank you for listening. I'll be back on Friday the 30th of April 2021. 4pm UK time uh, on Spotify Music, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts as well. Uh, I will be talking all about this Sony deal with Disney+. Plus. I'll be talking about my shopping trip uh, that I've recently been um, on with Kyra as well. And I will also be 
talking about the TV series Dinosaurs as well. I'll have a review uh, for that on the way as well. So thank you all for listening. But from me, it's goodbye. Thank you for listening. And I will speak to you guys on Friday this week. See you then.